Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. Okay, we're talking about five steps to better phone life balance in your life. And in this episode, we're getting into a practice that is so life-giving for me. I had to devote an entire episode to it, although there's so much more in this episode as well. I call it screen-free Sundays. So in the last episode, we covered step one. And now I'm going to jump into the second step in your DIY digital reset, which is Recognize the gift you're giving yourself by creating margin and time away from your phone because it is absolutely a gift. When I go on a walk with my daughter and I leave that phone in the kitchen to charge for the 15 minutes that we're gone, I can breathe again. I see the clouds. I hear the birds chirping. I look at her face. I see her eyes. I notice that chocolate on the side of her mouth. I'm present enough to realize if she's had a bad day. You see the difference? See the difference here? Because if I bring my phone, it's a whole different story. I'm responding to texts. Oh, I remembered I need to buy bread and I gotta add that to my grocery list. I'm checking the weather for the soccer game tonight. I'm doing all good things. All good things that come with being a mom in our world today, but If I bring that phone on the walk, I'm cheating myself and my child out of that moment together. And I know that's a really extreme differentiation that I'm drawing here, but I really want to drive home this point that you're giving so much away by always having your phone out. And it's just not necessary. So this practice in my life that I call screen-free Sundays has been in my life for several years. I wrote a post about it many years ago when my kids were little. And it was just this idea that I don't need to be online, on my phone, all the time. So what would it look like if I just took a step back one day a week? So I decided on Saturday night, I would turn my phone off. It would stay off all day Sunday and I would turn it back on on Monday morning when I wake up. I have to tell you guys, this is one of my my best kept secrets to a thriving life is space from your phone. And for me, that looks like all day Sunday. So here's how that works in real life. I'm a mom of four. I have a husband who's an entrepreneur, travels a lot. We don't live near any family. Oftentimes family is visiting on weekends. So I'm going to give you the real life play out because I don't live in fantasy land. On Saturday night, I take a look at everything on our calendar for Sunday. 
I get out a post-it note and I write down what's happening on Sunday. Church, workout, uh, we're gonna go out to lunch with the family, whatever is on the calendar. I also write down what I have on my to-do list in my calendar. And as I've shared with you in episode 13 of She Just Glows the podcast, I actually save all my manual tasks for Sunday because Sunday is my no phone day. So in that episode, if you're interested, I talk about the difference between digital and manual tasks. And Sunday is my day where I have no phone, so I'm doing all the manual tasks in my world. I'm folding laundry. Sometimes I'll weed the front yard. Other times I will clean out the garage. All things that don't require any electronics or any um, technology and that just require my hands. So I write down everything I'm doing the next day on a post-it note. And if we're seeing people the next day, for example, if friends are coming over the next day on Sunday, I'll text my friend and I'll say, hey, I'm turning my phone off. So if anything comes up before we see you at noon tomorrow, just text Scott, my husband, right? That's how I work around that. Because sometimes people do need to get in touch on Sundays and I get it. Or if it's someone's birthday on Sunday and I know I want to let them know that I'm thinking about them on their birthday, I'll just call them on Saturday. Hey, I'm turning my phone off tomorrow, but I was just thinking of you. I want to wish you a happy birthday. You know, this can all be worked around. You don't have to be on it every day. If we're driving somewhere where I don't know how to get there, um, I just write the directions down on a piece of paper. Again, guys, go back to the 80s when you had a Thomas guide and nothing else. GPS did not even exist when I was first a TV news reporter driving myself around the unknown streets here in Florida and trying to find my stories. I had to write down those directions. Remember MapQuest? You print out the directions before you go. Yeah. Get old fashioned with it. I turn that phone off on Saturday night and I leave it charging in the kitchen off all weekend. I got to tell you, as soon as that phone goes off, I feel a difference inside my body. Sunday rolls around. If we need to set an alarm, I ask my husband to set his alarm on his phone. You can also just buy an alarm clock. Or if you have kids, you probably don't need an alarm, right? We get up. We go to church. Oftentimes at church, I'll take one of the papers in the sanctuary, you know, where you're supposed to say like that you were here or it's like where you put your tithe. And I'll just write on the back of it everything that comes to my mind that I'm thinking of during the sermon. I need to buy bread. I'll write that down. I start writing a grocery list. Things come to my mind on Sunday. All I do is just write them on a paper, right? Usually after we get home from church on Sunday and my phone's off, I tell you guys, I don't ever nap. In fact, I have problems falling asleep at night, like even when I'm tired. I gotta tell you, on Sundays, some Sundays I have had the best naps of my life. And I know it's because I don't have anything fragmenting my energy and attention and disrupting my mind. I'm just living in the present moment. A lot of times on Sundays, I'll do a workout I will just read because you don't need a phone to do that. I will um, go paddle boarding with my kids. I'll swim with them in the pool. I'll cook, I'll meal prep. I mean, there are tons of things to still do without your phone. 
If we need to take pictures of something, I just use my husband's phone and I ask him to text me the pictures. It's so simple and it's so good and I invite you to try it. And then what's an objection that you have to this? Well, on Monday morning when I open my phone, it's going to be all hell has broken loose on Sunday. I'm just sure of it. I'm just sure of it. I'm going to spend my whole morning Monday getting to everything I missed in the last 36 hours. Well, that's just an untrue story, at least for me. Usually when I turn my phone on on Monday, even with my long list of things that I've manually written out on the piece of paper at church and throughout the day of things I need to do in my phone when I turn it back on, it literally takes 30 minutes or less, guys. Yet I would have been going back to my phone, if I'm the average American, 60 to 80 times a day. I'm saving all that time that interrupts real life and authentic good moments and just being present. And I'm just spending 30 minutes on Monday morning doing it all, if even that much time. So I'm gonna go through again some of your questions. These are your four most frequently asked questions about screen-free Sundays. The first one is, what if you have plans with people? And as I said, I text them the day before and I tell them my phone will be off and I confirm whatever we're doing. If you need anything, text my husband. Or you could even say, if you need anything, email me and you can check your laptop for an email. Another question, what if you had an emergency? Well, here's my answer to that. It hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Other people have cell phones. If there's an emergency, someone else has a phone. Third question, is your whole family screen free on Sunday? Great question, no. <laughs> we watch a lot of TV on Sundays. So screen free isn't quite accurate. It's really phone free for mom Sunday. We watch a lot of TV on Sundays as a family, football. The kids do not get tech time on Sundays. It's a family day, we tell them. During the week, as a side note, we allow them um, tech time, we call it. Tech time from 6 to 7 p.m. if they have done all their chores, if they have had good behavior. Um, like for one of my kids right now, he's grounded from tech time for like a month. Like, and it keeps getting longer. And I'm like, you're never going to be back on your Nintendo Switch Lite with this. No tech time unless you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing. But we don't even do that on Sundays. My husband does have his phone on on Sundays. Again, adapt this to work for you. It doesn't have to be exact. But this is how it works for me. Fourth question, what, if, what about all the stuff you have to do on your phone? Yes. As I mentioned, I just do it on Saturday. And I write it down on paper throughout the weekend if I think of it and I just do it on Monday morning. And you know, if you try to practice Sabbath in some way, this really reinforces that. And if you don't try to practice Sabbath over the weekend, no worries, but let me explain to you how this really feeds into my belief system. Sabbath is a sacrifice, okay? And how is that a sacrifice? It's rest, how is that a sacrifice? Here's how. As an example, God's people in the Bible, they had to actually not work on Sabbath, right? So what does that mean if you're an agrarian society in ancient times? Okay, that means no farming, no harvesting, whatever was needed to be done, and there was a lot, had to be done another day. That's a sacrifice. 
So like I said, I'll do a lot of things that need to be done before I turn my phone off on Saturday night. It's a choice and it's a planning ahead to step away. And there is some sacrifice to it, but for me, it's just such a gift. It is so restful. This time off my phone is so life-giving. And you may be wondering, do you dread it? Do you feel so out of control? Oh my gosh, you guys, let me tell you. I look forward to that time every single week. It is a sanctuary in my life. So my third step in this DIY digital reset, I've touched on it a little bit, divide all your tasks into digital and manual tasks. See, a big part of the reason I usually feel scattered and overwhelmed is because I have so many tabs open all the time, right? I was just talking about the walk with my daughter. I had the mom tab open, then it was the grocery list, the weather, and that's only like 30 seconds in your brain, right? You relate to that? So there's always some reason to reach for the phone. So in my life, I divide my day into segments so that I'm not operating with a bunch of tabs open at all times. I have hours of the day when I do phone and computer stuff. Those hours are usually the one hour before the kids get up and when I'm at my office during the school day. And I also have hours where I do manual tasks. For me, those are when my kids are around. Why? Because my brain is there. When it's a manual task like folding laundry, I'm not having to think through anything like I am with a digital task on my phone. You follow me? So the things that just don't require a lot of brain power, like doing laundry. I mean, (laughs) I can't even say folding laundry because I don't even do that. It just goes in piles. I put it right side out. I give each kid a pile and I say, take it to your drawer. I do not bother folding my kids' clothes anymore. (laughs) I stopped that a while ago. But I do fold my own in the Marie Kondo method, so I'm kind of an extremist with that. Anyway, brainless tasks are what you should do when your kids are around. They're called manual tasks. Sweeping the floor, making food, organizing, cleaning, picking up. These are all in the manual task part of my day so that I am clear and present when my kids are around and I'm interacting with them and I'm in the moment. And it's so rewarding. And it's so much less frustrating than trying to get phone stuff done when my kids are at my thighs needing things, right? So basically all I do is I try my best to create strong borders in between the segments. You know, that's the key to feeling grounded, productive, and centered and not fragmented, scattered, stressed throughout every single day. It's boundaries between manual and digital tasks. And I dive deep into this in episode 13 of She Just Glows the Podcast if you want more. And yes, of course, I live in the real world. There is some bleed over, but by and large, the day is segmented and this helps my brain feel less scattered. And if you have any questions on this, I literally have an entire episode all about this practice. Like I said, how to do it, why to do it, episode 13, go check it out. Okay, so we've covered when you use your phone and now we're gonna get into how you use your phone. So let's keep talking about when you are on your phone, how are you using it? And we'll get to that in the next episode. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. 
There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.